Everybody, uh, Primal Athletics Radio, episode five, six, um, something like that. We have a fun topic today with uh, Sarah, Hi. former coach, current coach at some locations, uh, but most of you here uh, remember Sarah and Becky, longtime mm-hmm. athlete and member at CrossFit Nashua, Jenny, Hi. CrossFit Sauhegan, um, and also all. What's the what's the uh, the common factor in the room besides me. Mamas. Mamas and babies. <laughs> yes. Uh, so today's topic is training during pregnancy, uh, after pregnancy, how do we traverse that um, and keep our fitness as a priority? Because I think, you know, in, in historical terms, like it's almost, it's almost been taboo to train through your pregnancy. Um, and then in ways, CrossFit has changed that paradigm. So I was curious as to what each of their experiences was. And I've also been training a lot of um, members who have gone through pregnancies. And they always have questions for me. And I, I feel like a lot of times I refer them to you specifically because uh, of your experiences. And you obviously upheld a high level of fitness and you guys as well. So um, what do you think has changed in the past? Like me and Becky were talking before we recorded, like the past five years, to 10 years, I feel like the whole paradigm's changed where it was like, you shouldn't train when you're pregnant. It's dangerous. It's not healthy for the baby. And that has pretty much flipped on its head. And do you guys think that's like due to anything particular? Um, maybe just because there's a lot more women that, uphold that level of fitness prior to getting pregnant. And so they're going and asking their providers, um, like, what should I be doing? And or maybe doing some self-research on it before they go in. Um, I think my first pregnancy, they went from, you should not lift more than 25 pounds. Mm -hmm. Um, And in a two and a half year span, they told me, you can definitely CrossFit if that's what you've been doing, but maybe just not like leaving the ground like box jumps so that's a big difference in two and a half years do you think uh like maybe the mainstream crossfit athletes that have gone through pregnancies and then come back to like compete the next year do you think that's changed the view of it like what the body's capable of in terms of like upholding a fitness level i don't know if it would affect like doctors opinions but definitely other women going through it yeah like giving maybe giving them the green light to that it like it's a safe and a realistic thing that you can do is keep right. your fitness as a priority. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was there like a, a big barrier to uh, upholding that as a priority for any of you when you were going through like the initial stage of your pregnancy? From like a health standpoint or like a recovery standpoint, I know with a, a lot of the athletes I trained, they said it's like the recovery is tough, um, especially at the beginning stages. Yeah, I think each trimester is different. Mm-hmm. So like the first one, at least in every pregnancy is different. So for me, it was like miserable because I was exhausted and I was nauseous. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of like listening to your body and some days you just have to skip it. Second trimester is usually you're feeling good. You can go for it. 
third trimester, you have this huge ball in your way, you know, belly. So there's a lot of modifying going on. But everybody's different, so it's like I know Bridget, who's pregnant right now, felt great. No, no nausea or anything first trimester. Those of us that went through it probably hate her for a little. Yeah. <laughs> a little jealous. Yeah. It's like a constant hangover. Like yeah. you just feel hungover every single day that first trimester for a lot of us. Yeah. So and from like a coaching perspective, that's the one that we're instructed on being the most uh, like cautious during with the athletes' movements and stuff. Yeah, because you're not really technically, they say you're not safe for the first 15 weeks. So, mm-hmm. like, you could miscarry in that short amount of time. So just being, like Sarah said, being mindful and listening to your body. So right. um, They did, usually say, sorry, your first okay. trimester, like, the biggest thing is, um, like, focusing on your heart rate, which you'll keep a conversation yeah. the entire time. Right. Yes. And that's, that's a good way to stay safe. Right on. Did you have a... Um, doctor that was also really cautious like Becky said her initial doctor when she was pregnant said you shouldn't be lifting anything at all was it a similar experience for you I had so where I went in Mananong I saw multiple doctors and I had one gentleman who's actually retired now he was the best he was like you keep doing you he never once gave me a hard time about lifting anything and then there are other actually it was female doctors who were like well don't lift over 35 pounds yeah well, I'm I've been doing this for a long time, so I'm just gonna listen to my body, and I kind of ignored them. But the the one the one gentleman was like, "Yeah, go for it." So, but also now there's like pelvic floor specialists and like all these women who and men too who are just really into um, preserving your body through pregnancy. So now there's all these recommend- recommendations what not to do from other sources other than mm-hmm. doctors. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. And that was like that paradigm shift I kind of opened up with is like the past five to 10 years, I feel like the the idea behind what's acceptable for pregnancy and athletics is like completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody has a different experience as well. Uh, what are some like for you guys, what were some do's and don'ts? Like, you know, during those, I know the trimesters is different rules, but what are some like definite, definite green light, red light type of things with training and specifically CrossFit. Yeah. Um, I think, again, it changes as we go. And like we said, like heart rate is a big one for the first trimester and you can allow that to come get to get up again as you get into the second and third. But as you progress on, you might have like that brown ligament pain. And they say if you have cramping or, or really sharp pains like that, you should probably stop doing that movement. For example, um, I was in second or third and I was doing deadlifts and I had a lot of pain and I uh, switched to sumo deadlifts and it was fine. Just because the, the ligaments, everything's pulling and stretching, so you might have to do that. Um, coning is a big thing for yeah. a lot of women, which is usually when you have to start modifying everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is that that's diastasis? Is that the same? Yeah, right. diastasis right there. Which happens to everyone, because it would be crazy if you could grow a baby and have a basketball in your stomach and your abs would stay yeah. fused together. So it's right. normal that they... <laughs> that they um, I've they eaten separate. a burrito before. I know what it feels like. <laughs> but it's, we, Sarah and I talked a lot about this when we were pregnant at the same time. We just stopped doing rig work and modified with, you know, um, like rings and or just body weight stuff on the ground. Right on. And for, for those out there, rig work is like gymnastics stuff. Like if you're hanging from a, uh, a pull-up bar, um, that puts that extra strain through your midline. So avoiding things that would cause that. 
mostly gymnastics, right? Rowing yeah. was one. Yeah, Even rowing. kettlebell swings going gymnastics. up and overhead, that'll make you cone. Yeah. Which is like little things you didn't realize until someone's like, you keep coning, stop it. Yeah. It sounds like also just being like hyper aware of like you with the deadlifts, like listening to those little whispers of like, you know what, that kind of feels different than it normally does. And then being flexible enough to right. change. I think that was one of the challenging parts is like, okay, I can't do this anymore. What do I do now? Remember by the end, there's like a list. I can't, yes. do, I can't do that. Yes. I guess I'm going to go ride the bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's different for everyone. So the biggest thing is you can't look at, one athlete, even another person in your gym, and modify your pregnancy based on theirs because they have different strengths and weaknesses and they might feel things that you don't. So you have to sort of be aware of how you're feeling and then, you know what I mean, your baby is your main priority. So as long as you feel like your baby is safe, your baby is moving. Yeah, I mean, even going upside down, you probably could do that for a while. Yeah. yeah. And people look at you like you're crazy, but right. if it feels okay, yeah, do it. Yeah. You know, whether it's wall walks, handstand push-ups, whatever it might be. I mean, your baby's flipping all over. Yeah, they don't, know. Exactly. they don't know the difference. Right on. I remember you were doing, like, the strict ring muscle-up challenge up until, like, what yeah, was it? I think it, I like? made it to almost 30 weeks, right around there. That's yeah. so impressive. That's very impressive. Mm -hmm. That was fun. But that's an example of like, you're just kind of going by feel, right? And then it got to a point where it's like, all right, this is no longer viable option. I'm going to change and do something else, ring dip or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was curious as far as like nutrition, obviously you need, when you're not pregnant, you need to support exercise with like proper protein intake, good hydration, all those things. Is it like tenfold when you're pregnant? Like you guys just like, after you work out, just like ravenous for nutrients because you're growing a baby or is it? Pretty much the same. Pretty much the same. Yeah. If you eat a balanced diet yeah. and you feed yourself, I mean, I think they say like an extra cup of yogurt or something is like really all the extra calories you need. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. they say that whole eating for two is not um, a lie. Yeah, it's not oh. true. It's 100% a lie. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> no. You're going to be upsetting. Like, if you're eating for two, you're going to regret it afterwards because <laughs> yeah. then you have to make up for all yeah. that. Right so. on. Yeah, well, it makes sense, too, especially like most of the pregnancy. It's like like tiny little thing. Yeah. You know? But yeah. still, the, the metabolic processes that your body's going through, I'm sure there's, you know. I'd say uh, after for breastfeeding is when you have to really up the calorie yes. intake. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's probably most important. Do you think uh, the recovery, like after the birth, do you think that's more difficult from a training standpoint than like leading up to like the first couple months after? I know there's like a period where there's no, you're not doing anything at all, but that return phase, like your on-ramp phase after you've given birth, uh, is that like really, was that really challenging for you guys? I think it depends. Like there's a lot going on. You're low on sleep. You have no core which is really weird, and um, now you're also watching another human while you're trying to work out. Mm -hmm. There's a lot going on, but I think it also depends on how your pregnancy went and how the baby entered the world. Yeah. Yes, it um, definitely matters whether you have a C-section or a um, vaginal birth. Yeah. And uh, for those listening who don't know Becky, labor and delivery nurse, uh, so you I, she's like, that doesn't qualify me to speak, but I think it totally does. Yeah, it does. Because you definitely have at least more of a grasp on, like, what what birth is compared to even just, like, the average mom. Yeah. You work with it every day, so. And I've also had both a C-section and a vaginal birth, so I've recovered from both. Me you too. know the whole shebang yeah. from all angles. Yeah. 
So six weeks is hard. You can't work out, especially after an abdominal surgery. Mm -hmm. um, you can definitely do things like you're active at home, especially if you have more than one child, but you shouldn't be lifting until your doctor tells you that you have the green light because you have to heal from the inside first. And you can definitely harm yourself if you try to start training earlier than that. So as a mom and as a professional, I definitely believe in not working out until you get the green light from your doctor. Yeah. Um, I know this is like complete anecdotal, but from your experience in, in the medical field, do you find that like women who come in who are clearly like in shape and have kept up with their fitness have an easier birth than women who clearly haven't? Um, yes and no. So I think that it definitely helps with things like um, stamina and um, strength and also just mobility for like the pushing um, position because um, a lot of things that we do in CrossFit or any fit people do is they sort of are really good um, birthing um, techniques because they open up your hips. But there are things that can't be spoken for that people can't help like the position of your baby, the size of your baby, the shape of your pelvis, mm -hmm. the um, sort of your particular labor, if you go into labor naturally versus being induced. And so some of those things, um, there's nothing that you can do to help that by fitness. Unfortunately. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah like, I'm sure it doesn't hurt, right? No, it's not. We never can hurt. say that. Right? Never hurt. Yeah. I'd say my first birth, I was working out till like a week before I gave birth or so, and it was way worse than the second birth. <laughs> so I, I think every, like Becky said, it, it really depends on so many factors. Yeah. But I think it definitely helps in the long run and in uh, recovery. Yeah. yeah. I had two natural and then a C-section my last one because my baby didn't sit still from the day she was in there till the day she came out. But anyways... Like the difference between the recovery of your, or even like the labor, like Becky said, there's, you have no control over that third birth. I was like, not planning on that. And I had to, you know, do the whole C-section thing, which I'm actually grateful I did because now I appreciate any woman who goes through a C-section delivery. Like they are, and who do it more than once too, because that six week recovery, you need it. And it's, it's pretty Brutal. Yeah. Like Becky said, they they go in there and they move stuff around and they split you open <laughs> and stitch you back together and it's it's pretty brutal. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I'm sure, like from a fitness perspective and even a coaching perspective, like to know whether somebody had a, like a C-section or not changes the game for like oh, yeah. what you're doing for them in their re uh, return to exercise. Yeah. Um. So that's something to keep in mind for you, moms out there. Um, obviously, you know, listening to the doctor's uh, advice on recovery. Um, I think even for outside of like a birthing thing, just as like parents and modeling and uh, like when I see you guys work out with your kids there to watch mm. you, even them being really young, I think that's like a really cool part of this process is like you're also modeling the fitness lifestyle uh, and like it's, it's better to show than tell. So to like have like you know, Becky's kids sit on the turf and watch her work out on a daily basis. To me, it's like that's 
really valuable for them. Right. You know? They think burpees are cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's that. Yeah, they're ahead of the curve. And like for all parents out there, I think that's important, you know. Um, I think it's pretty cool. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm sure when you're at the gym working out or coaching, you have your kids. So many members um, have come up to me and been, and they say, "This that's so great that you bring your kids here. Like, I really um, admire that, that you are, like, teaching them this lifestyle. And my answer is always, this is really important to me, and mm -hmm. I'm not willing to give it up even though I'm a parent. Um, so, A, kids are adaptable, so they are, are now adaptable to my lifestyle, and B, I want them to know how important fitness is. Um, and also, this gym is very accepting of me bringing my children in, because that's not always easy. <laughs> Sometimes it's a bit chaotic, but... yeah. Um, that makes it possible for me to uphold my fitness and also be a mom. And I'm assuming that's like contingent across the board. It's like you guys are hoping that your children also like view that as an important part of their lives. It's like, you know, you want to set that example of this is an important priority in my whatever. Absolutely. Right day to day. Yeah. yeah. You can't pour from an empty cup, right? So for, I'm sure, the three of us, exercise is such a big part of our lives to either like unwind or distress or just make yourself feel better so then that way you can go home and give to your kids and you're prepared that way you know so it's just it's fuel for us too mm -hmm. we might be tired after the workout but we're you know yeah ready to go at least right until bedtime and on that <laughs> note i think like you kind of made this point earlier but like modifying your expectations of like you know not comparing yourself to like pre-pregnancy to after pregnancy like mm -hmm. the intensity is going to be different during and after and like being okay with that. Um, it was pretty cool. This was one of my notes on here. It was pretty cool seeing uh, Annie Thor's daughter last year at the games mm -hmm. when she took third and she was like, what, two years out from, was it two years? I think it was a year. Maybe not even. Yeah. Yeah. That like blew my mind. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think like just for everybody, that's kind of, semblance to like that changing of paradigm of like what the human body and the female body in particular is capable of like it's pretty ma magical yeah <laughs> it is you know uh, mm -hmm. do you guys have any uh like topics you want to talk about with your specific experiences or advice you would give to somebody who just found out they're pregnant and they want to like they're not sure you know how to navigate I would say don't, <laughs> like if you're a CrossFitter, you know what you're capable of. The longer you've been doing this, the more a body awareness I think you have. Um, I wouldn't say anyone, even a CrossFit coach, would say, why don't you come start CrossFit the second you find out you're pregnant, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe, listen, like feel out your body, and especially in that first trimester, um, if you... There are things that maybe none of us experience, and I feel so blessed and lucky, but like mm -hmm. I have friends that were working out at CrossFit gyms, and they started spotting, and they got nervous, and um, just stopped working out for the rest of the first trimester, like lifting. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not saying that you can or you have to do that, but um, 
luckily enough for me, that wasn't my experience. And so I was um, able to work out throughout the whole pregnancy until I, two weeks before delivery both times. Um, but I, I think that being fit helped me. I, and it really helped my recovery. Like it helped me be happy in my skin and my body after the pregnancy was over. And it doesn't always, not every day is the way that you planned it to be. Um, like some days, like Sarah said, you have to take it easy, especially when you have littles, you're breastfeeding, like some days you can't get here. But um, how I look and how I feel is uh, like a really important part of my well-being. And um, being fit before pregnancy certainly helped me bounce back into what I feel like is my fittest, probably fittest self. Because I feel like moms are more admirable when they're balancing fitness and children. And I'm not putting down people who don't have kids, but um, I guess once you live it, you'll understand. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Ja feel. And I think even just keeping, like, your your happiness, I know, like, the in a lot of ways it becomes, like, the baby is the priority for that time being and after they're born. But keeping your happiness and your, like, you feel good and your um, your own personal sanity mm -hmm. part of the equation because um, like you know obviously that affects the baby and all that stuff so if that's what keeps you even keeled then it's definitely worthwhile to upkeep yeah that's 100 percent i i'm like uh as some other moms have told me in the thick of it right now i have three nap times that none of them really one overlaps a little bit so i can't it's hard to get to classes and uh but the days that I can get a workout in, even if it's at home with my toddler, it's night and day difference. Yeah. And thank God you eat like a samurai. I feel like that, <laughs> that, that pretty much like That's you don't lose any fitness because you just, you got that side figured out. So. And like for parents out there, when you have a kid, your life isn't over. Yeah. There's like this stigma that your life is over when you have children. No, that's not true. Like if anything, that's an excuse to let yourself go and be miserable in whatever time of life you're in at that moment. Mm -hmm. So I would say just know that there's going to be easy days, there's going to be hard days, there's going to be days in between, but whatever it is for yourself, especially fitness, like take the time, even if it's 15 minutes, do something for yourself and just, you know, something. Yeah. Even if you come in late, like let's say you're late to class for your, you know, you have your kids or whatever, and they're having a meltdown, get on a bike and just bike for a few minutes, yeah. whatever it might be, just to decompress. Yeah. It's just your life isn't over. Just whatever the day brings, go with it. Yeah. You know. I think that's a good message for everybody too, from a fitness perspective. Is like a minimally viable plan, even if it's ten minutes, is like better than nothing. Mm -hmm. You don't need to like. I'm going to the class four days this week and it doesn't happen. So you're like, shit, I screwed up and yep. it's like something, you know, something is better. Yep. Something's better than nothing. And they're watching you. Right. So if you're handling yourself poorly, they're, they're watching and, they're and learning. Know, they're, and learning. So you have to be the example. Even if you're like, mommy needs to ride a bike for 15 minutes, leave me alone. They'll sit there and they'll watch you or they'll entertain themselves. <laughs> Just do it. Make it a priority. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can finish with that. Uh, that was very eye-opening to me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when I get my...
baby growing in here. <laughs> I'll be crushing my pregnancy. And, uh, mm-hmm. sweet. Well, thank you guys for your time. And uh, to those listening, if you guys have any questions about like stuff we covered, shoot it over to us. Or if you have any uh, future topics you want to hear, just you know comment below or give us uh, give us an email. And we'll see you next time.